so stupid. I love Through it. Through the mountain. I don't know that song. Did Matt bring something? I got. Matt, I have a little something. Matt right. has I stuff. Little, I have a little. Matt's thing. got stuff. Matt's got stuff. He's got the clap. What? <laughs> I got the clap. He's I got, got the clap. <laughs> Matt's got the clap. I got the clap. 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 This I, is gonna be a musical I, episode. I can feel it. Hey everybody, it's it's time for Tales from the Kayfabe. I'm Kevin. I'm Jack. I'm Matt. I'm trying out new headphones again, and they suck again. Yeah, they look fun. They, they, they fun. <laughs> Those are By fun. fun. I mean, they're just cheap. earbuds. He said he, he, in his head, I believe the monologue was, oh, cheap earphones. Nah. <laughs> uh, they're good on other stuff. Why is your equipment not like them, Jack? Yeah, Jack. Maybe they're not good to hear your own voice. Oh. Oh, is that it? Maybe they oh. reject the sound of you. Fuck you, Jack. Man, this is starting off rough. This is mean. Jack and I were roommates for a couple days. Yeah. We were. At camp. We, we went to a camp together. And uh, Jack it was did not a friend want me. Rent camp, rented a camp. Yeah. And I got there first. Mm-hmm. And I got the best cabin. Yeah, the cook's cabin. And he it has its own you, shower and, and bathroom and everything. Licked everything so that he everybody licked I everything. pissed on everything. Right. He turned into a cat. Yeah. Peed on everything. I peed on everything. And then, and then Kevin I was like, up. "Can I bunk with you? Because it's close. Not even because he likes me. Just because it was like it was <laughs> closest to the mess hall." <laughs> <laughs> Who said I liked you, by the way? <laughs> no, I'm not saying... I'm saying you've never said that. I do like you, Jack. Okay. I will say that now. But uh, 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 I walked in... I, I, my heart was broken a bit because I, I was like, oh, let's see if anyone took the cook's cabin. I'm looking everywhere. I'm like... I, I go in there. I'm like, okay, so far so good. Awesome. And I turn around to bring my stuff in. And there's Jack's stuff just hidden in a little corner. Just to fuck with people. <laughs> just to... Most people would just put their bag in the middle of the room. It's, just be like, hey. It's behind the door. I take so up very little space. So that's why I just kind of shamed him. And I was like, can I, can I bunk with you? So he did. And then I went back and forth on letting him and not letting him. Yeah. It was real fun. <laughs> right up until bedtime. Yeah, and then I was I wanted to start telling him ghost stories or 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 stories that we can't tell on the podcast about wrestling, uh, although we have. But <laughs> right, but, but yeah, like uh, I was gonna do that, and then I you got fell tired. Asleep. Too. I fell asleep. It was supposed to make you fall asleep, but that didn't happen. Yeah, you fell asleep. No weird moments. First happened, night though. you fell asleep, and then second night you were in bed by like nine, seven, <laughs> like. <laughs> Yes, yeah, so because you'd been drinking oh, the whole day. I drank the whole day. Oh, who is that? It? Was it says restricted? That's even worse. Sorry, oh, I forgot. To Matt, I'm come on, turn off your McMahon. phone. I'm a bad person. It's <laughs> I'm a bad person. It's ended. <laughs> okay. All right, uh, but we're not here to talk about camp. Although we did watch Hulk Hogan's Rest- Rock and Wrestling a portion, a of portion it. of it. Because so, it was so, not was that good. Bad. It was it, so bad you had to turn it off. Was yeah, for the fir- before the first commercial break. Oh, that's yeah. It was like done. It, it, we're like we're good. <laughs> the theme song was pretty dope, but yeah, 
None of the rest of it was None dope. of the rest of it. <sighs> All of the character models sucked. Yeah. They they didn't have the actual <laughs> characters like they didn't have the wrestlers voice the characters. Right. And it was yeah, it was just It was bad. bad. It was bad. It was a bad it was bad. Did I say it was bad? It was bad. Yeah. Hey, real quick, how was that Hulk Hogan cartoon? It's bad. Oh, okay. There we go. All right. All right. Uh, Matt, yeah. you have something. I do. And it's uh, it's a little something. It's it's not... You, not mean, to, you got a little something for me? I got a little something. And it was... I, I watched a documentary last night. Mm-hmm. Um, it was... Uh, let's see. Uh, Card Subject to Change. Oh yes, I've seen I've seen half of this. Yeah, so it's it's about uh, a promotion that's uh, see the the movie came out in 2010. I believe they started filming somewhere around 2005 through 2010 ish, okay. something like that. This promotion might not even be around. It might it might not it might not it it could totally not be there. It was like NWS wrestling or NSW wrestling or something like that, but. <laughs> The, the reason why I, I was just, like, so into this is because it sort of, like, showed, like, the behind the scenes, a little bit of yes. the working of of what it takes to, like, be in that lifestyle and the stuff that you're doing. And, I mean, they, they're throwing numbers out, like, you know, there are thousands of people wrestling at any given moment in the United States. Oh, yeah. And you only see, you know, you only see the, the tippy top of them, you know. And the, the, the one of the reoccurring themes was, like, you start at the bottom and you end at the bottom. Like you don't go out on top ever. Like there's never like <laughs> yeah, that's very very few people rarely do. Yeah. Um, I'm trying to. Think. But that feels also very much like uh like the world we're into of like comedy of like well, yeah, there's hundreds of thousands of people trying to do something yeah. in comedy and you, you can say that about entertainment in general. right. Very few people go out on top in entertainment, whether it's an actor, a uh, comedian, or... A podcast. A podcast, or musicians. Uh, very rarely do they go out on top. No, no, but whenever they go out on the bottom, they've they've been through a lot of physical pain. Oh, God. <laughs> yeah. No, that's true. What, what wrestlers did they cover in this one? So there was like... They covered, I'd say, like, eight to ten different wrestlers, like, in, in varying degrees of, of uh, you know, mm-hmm. how, how much they talked about them. But the, part of the reason why I feel like this is so impactful, like, they covered maybe ten wrestlers. Mm-hmm. By the end of filming, two had overdosed. Oh. <laughs> you know? <laughs> like... They, they, you know, they, there was, they were showing like a couple of the, like the really hardcore guys and like one, you know, they were doing matches where they were, uh, uh, on barbed wire or, or like with the, the, um, the tubes of, uh, the, the, not halogen, but the, the, the tube bulbs. I forget what they're called. Uh, fluorescent. Fluorescent. Yeah. Yeah. Fluorescent lights. Yeah. That's a big thing. Uh, up east where they have hardcore matches where they just break the fluorescent light bulbs over each other. Yeah. Just because they make a cool sound. Like headbutting each other with fluorescent bulbs in between. And, you know, they showed a guy getting like, I'd say, I I don't know, the size of a golf ball getting like chunked out of his arm. Like they had footage of that. So it, it was, 
you know, it was just sort of crazy. Was to it watch. his forearm? It, Jesus it Christ! <laughs> you know, let me let me take a sidestep here. I just watched Sharknado last night, and I thought of you, Jack. Why? Because they they say dumb shit like that. <laughs> Like, okay, spoiler alert if you're a fucking I, I Sharknado love, fan. I love, like, I watched a stupid movie. It reminded me of you. Yeah. <laughs> well, okay, exactly what you just said. Uh, there, was a, uh, there was a scene where the lead character, whose name is Finn, meets the Pope. And he kneels down and says, forgive me, Father, for I am Finn. Oh, <laughs> and then they go to Australia, and a Sharknado starts attacking Australia, and the news reporters say, "It's attacking down under. You better run. You better take cover." You don't get that one. I come from a land down under. <laughs> you better run. You better take. Yeah, no, yeah, don't yeah, like that no. song. Why are you looking at me? <laughs> I just feel like you've derailed Matt's thing. I. I did. <laughs> I was probably derailed. That's okay. fair. You were derailed. That's fair. I, of course, I was. You, I but, said I was gonna sidestep. Yeah. Okay. He's gonna. He's gonna sidestep. Don't put this on me. But they had. But so, I'll put whatever I want on you. That's gross. <laughs> you guys did bunk together for yeah, two nights. Did, he did. That was the. <laughs> uh, <laughs> that'd be the weirdest thing. Not even if it's Jack. If it's just anyone. Just. just sh- I can't sleep unless I snuggle. Uh, uh. But so they had they had like um, you know they had some hardcore guys from the ECW, uh, but they had like Kamala and oh he was um, on that yeah 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 he was on there and Kevin Sullivan was on there yeah yeah he was he was one of the main focuses that guy that guy Um, they had. uh, Mooney, um, Piercy Pringle the third or something like that. Wait, that that's uh that's Paul Bear. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. 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 And it was it was crazy watching, like you you'd see him in the back room just talking over what they're going to do on on the mat. You know, they're like right before the show they're just like okay here's what we're gonna do we're gonna run out there i'm gonna jump kick you two people are gonna come in bow 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 you know <laughs> oh sabu was in this too yeah 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 Sa- oh you know about sabu yeah oh the- god we could talk about him in a minute <laughs> the dude's crazy i don't know about him uh i'll sidestep here real quick yeah yeah go, go all you really sabu. need all you need uh sabu uh came came up through the promotion ecw which we have talked about in the past right here. um he is a high flyer that misses his mark about 80% of the time. <laughs> and he's like an old dude now. And he's, he's still right. doing and it. He's just, he was he's still doing crazy. it during, during this video. And if, if anyone's like, oh, no, don't go for that. Like, he's a good high flyer. Okay, I shouldn't say 80. But it's about 25% of the time where most of the time, like, a high flyer, let's say, like, Neville or, or anyone in the WWE, they'll miss their spot. One to two percent of the time, <laughs> he was just like, "Fuck it, I'm going for it." And yeah. uh, there was one time to talk about where they didn't know WWE didn't know if they wanted to acquire ECW or what they wanted to do, but they they saw there was a 
WCW had NWO going on, mm-hmm. which was another company trying to come up through in storyline. It was it was still WCW, but it was another company that was trying to invade WCW and take over. That was the storyline. So what? they're like, well, let's match it, but let's get a real company. And so they got ECW that was just a little Philly promotion. And uh, they basically made it look like they were taking over Monday Night Raw. <laughs> and they were going to have this thing where uh, right above the entrance back in the day, they had they had the words raw in like big kind of not neon, but almost looked like a Kmart light, like a Walmart sign that said yep. raw, but, but also, it was big. Yes. By the way, I can imagine a gay bar also having this, the word the raw, raw in neon <laughs> oh, yeah. above the door. I still need to go back and make my game of uh, wrestling thing or gay bar? Or gay bar. <laughs> oh, that could be. That could be. I mentioned magic. it a, a couple episodes ago, Strangle and I still hold. haven't done anything. <laughs> Stunner. <laughs> okay, I can see that. Um. Ooh, there's some good fighting ones. over a belt. Well, that's. <laughs> but that couldn't be a. That's gay too bar, long yeah. for a gay I know. bar. No, no, just just gay culture is that? Or, are you just gonna open it up? Wrestling culture bit? or gay culture? Or gay culture? Legion of Doom. <laughs> that could be either one. Booty O's. Well, okay. The gobbledy. That's obvious. The gobbledygooker. The gobbledygooker. <laughs> the fashion police. <laughs> I have more to talk about them, by the way. Anyway, going back to uh, uh, Sabu. Uh, basically what was supposed to happen was Sabu was on top of that raw sign and he was going to jump out onto the people that were on there and like that were there. What really happened was he fell. (laughs) Luckily the people were right there to like, and like at the last second we're like, Oh crap. And like caught him, but he just slipped and fell. That's kind of his thing. Well, here's the deal. So they talk about him like, so, so number one, He's like the son or the grandson of the Sheik, like yes. the original Sheik. The ori- not Iron Sheik, the yeah, original. The Sheik. original Sheik. Mm-hmm. Um, he uh, broke his back. Yeah, like and had to be out for a year. And there was like this. The filming was right whenever, like a year, and it was after his year off, and whenever he was starting to get back into it, mm-hmm. and he was still plugging away like like by the by the time that it, it released he was still plugging away i don't know if he's still on the independent circuit now because that was literally seven years ago but the dude was you know he's like i don't have much more in me but he was still back flipping over chairs and landing on people so <laughs> there's some good names in here that i'm i'm looking at the imdb yeah there's some good names in here uh brother runt Brother Runt. Okay. Oh, okay. Here's who brother. A lot of these guys, it seen. It looks like uh, had because it was an East Coast promotion. I believe it was New Jersey. I saw yeah. that much. Yeah. Um. So a lot of them were kind of East Coasters, and uh, a lot of it looks like ECW. But uh, Brother Runt was uh, also went by Spike Dudley, okay. who was the size of Jack, and. Like, and that's not a diss or anything, but it was just like everyone's like, 
what's he doing in here? But he could move, and he just kind of hung out with the Dudleys. He was one of the... I don't, I don't even know if I've talked about the Dudleys on this show before. Not really. Not uh, really. The, the mythos of the Dudleys, although when they went to WWE, it kind of dropped. But they were... It was that uh, there was a wrestler that was... At first, the myth was he was a jobber, a wrestling jobber, but he was mid-card. <laughs> they then later was like, no, nah, he wasn't a jobber. He was mid-card. It was a wrestler that basically toured around when the territory era was around and uh, just kind of spread his seed throughout the country. <laughs> so all of a sudden, these Dudleys kept coming to ECW, and they were just mad and pissed off because they didn't have a dad growing up. <laughs> uh that was kind of the mythos, so that's why you have the Dudley boys, and they're both last named Dudley, and one's black and one's white, because okay. they're both illegitimate children, and then uh, then you had one that looked nothing like either one of them, because they were both really big dudes. Uh, and just big, tall, I'm not necessarily fat, but they were just big dudes, um, and then you got one that's just... 110 pounds right. <laughs> just 110 pounds and his name's Spike Doug Dudley I'm a programmer hey <laughs> and he had some cool moves and uh he the crowd loved him and he was around for a little bit but was he like a high flower high yeah. flyer then like he, he and, was pretty acrobatic yeah he's acrobatic and like they 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 really liked the crowd really liked him and it was kind of amazing that they brought him over to uh they brought him over to WWE like cuz everyone's like he was about the size of Rey Mysterio okay. but Rey was buff right. is buff I should say is buff but uh he he kind of wasn't <laughs> <laughs> so everyone looked and they're like yeah I'm not taking his finisher He's too small. I will not take his finisher. And that uh, led to uh, politics in the the locker room. But it basically, like, if he were to win a match, it, a lot of times it would be, like, someone like the Dudleys would get involved or right. something. But, yeah. Uh, he is now retired. Some shenanigans happened. He's in that. Man, there's a lot. It is a, I, I'll have to go back and watch that. There's a lot of cool names in here, like Terry yeah. Funk. Yeah, I mean, and and a lot of times, like, what would happen is like maybe like one of those names would only like pop up like once mm-hmm. or twice because really what the documentary was about was like this is the lifestyle, this is the stuff that these people go through who are who are you know the people that that are doing like Glory Pro here like yeah. you know they're doing you know every month or so or as many as many show times as they can and they're getting paid like you know maybe something yeah or not (laughs) this will lead me to uh, a documentary i watched called fight owens fight it is it's only an hour but uh basically i I will talk about this uh kevin owens uh wwe every once in a while they'll make a dvd and it's it's all the matches of whatever superstar they're making Mm -hmm. it on so it's like three discs, and then they make a one-hour documentary on them. Okay. That's actually kind of cool. It's it's yeah. interesting, and it, it's like the the people get to pick their own matches that they put on there. Uh, so it, it's kind of cool for them. Well, I, I don't know if this is a 
I don't think this is a thing, but I I heard about Fight Owens fight, and they gave a little sneak peek of it on the uh, on the network, and uh, it like was apparently a hit. They still don't know what they have with Kevin Owens because <laughs> fans seem to like him a lot more than management. Uh. Although they're putting him at pretty good spots, but like basically, Fight Owens fight the DVD. Sold out on Amazon, completely on Blu-ray. Uh, they it was back ordered on DVD. It was sold out of local stores wow. <laughs> throughout the country, like Best Buy, Walmart. And he's a good talker. I he's mean, if good talker. He's, he's really good at standing up there and just being a dick. Like he's. <laughs> I, I think. I, I I think it's a little bit beyond that. It's because also. Myself, mostly, I look like him a little bit, but there's a lot of fans out there that are a little heavier, and they can connect to this guy. Mm. And have you, there's people that are much bigger than him, <laughs> probably myself included, they are like, oh yeah, Kevin Owens, he's my size, and he's more fit than you think. Right, yeah. He's just got a belly. That's <laughs> that's about it, and like... uh so he, he's not small, like height wise either. Like, well, he's six foot, right? He, but in WWE, that's small. Okay. Uh, and also in WWE, that's six two. That's <laughs> yeah. They, they, what did they actually like? Mark there, what did they market as? him as? Is he, is like six four, like <laughs> probably. Um, yeah, there's there's a different measure of height in WWE. <laughs> like they measure they with heels. Cast is six eight, and they. And he's seven foot tall. Like, yeah. they just they you can't teach that. Can't teach you that. Can't teach that. Uh, so they, uh, so yeah, uh, he's six foot, which small in the WWE is, uh, I think six three and under. That's considered short, right? Which six three? How tall are you? I'm like six four. So yeah, yeah, I'm you would be... just be scraping, right? Uh, yeah, they're like. If you're five eight, they're like, you better be amazing. Yeah. <laughs> better be able to shoot dragon balls out of your Which, hands. The ones they are. <laughs> the ones that are five eight that are in the WWE, they are amazing. Yeah. Daniel Bryan. Uh, uh Neville. Well Jack Gallagher is five eight. He's he's pretty good. Yeah. He, he's in the uh he's in the cruiser right. cruiserweight division. Which he's can he's be, a draw tend to be smaller, yeah. He's a draw for that, if you ask me. Uh, but you got to have something, and if you're big, you got to have something too. And that's what that's basically what happens with uh, Kevin Owens. They talk about him coming up, him training, and then uh, it basically he was doing local shows, and then. This will tell you how crazy East Coast wrestling wrestling is. Uh, they one of his one of his friends named Sexy Eddie uh, went to uh, did a show. They're all from Montreal. Uh, did a show over in uh, at this place called C- Combat Zone Wrestling, which was in the old where ECW used to take place. So they were the fans were they want blood there. And the guy somehow severed his forearm there. Oh! Like, Ow. in a hardcore match. Oh. And was so crazy that he just went it with it in character and, like, started drinking his own blood. What? Oh. No! Stop! <laughs> quit! No! I will quit. 
<laughs> but what ended up happening was they go, that was awesome. We want you back when you heal up. Uh, you got any friends that you can bring with you? He goes, yeah. And so they gave them a Fatal 4-Way match. That stuff didn't happen. <laughs> that stuff didn't happen. Uh, by the way, that's standard. <laughs> God, motherfucker. Uh, light, the light bulb thing, standard. There was one guy named uh, Zanzig that jumped off of a roof or something into a plate glass. Like, like window? Yeah. No. Cool. no. Weird. It's, that's just, I, they, they're just suicidal. I don't know. Right? But, uh, there, there's a bunch of people that came out of CCW that, like, they started once you kind of hit there, you can start traveling throughout the country. But like uh, Cesaro, uh, man, what's his name was there? Uh, uh, Dean Ambrose was there for the longest time. Uh, Combat Zone Wrestling, but it's a it's a crazy place, right? Anyway. Well, the, so the one guy, yeah. one of the guys that was in that, the one I saw, his uh, wrestling name was the Butcher, and he was talking about it. He's like, I really wasn't into that, but I saw the guys who were doing the hardcore stuff. And they were getting, like, going all over the world. People were booking them. Mm -hmm. And they were making decent money. And he's like, yeah, I'll be an idiot who gets my teeth knocked out every every other month for, you know. (laughs) It's like, oh, man, you're you're sacrificing a A lot lot for that. Like, yeah. So they have a Fatal 4-Way match. And basically the crowd was chanting, this is awesome. And for a Philly crowd to do that is awesome amazing (laughs) that is really something uh but like they they were like they loved it and that kind of rocketed not only kevin owens but also Sami Zayn was his best friend uh who went we've talked about this went under the name of uh uh el generico el generico (laughs) went under the name of el generico uh so everyone's like, oh, these guys are good. And then that led to uh, the tag team of El Generico and Kevin Steen, who's Kevin Owens. Right. Uh, led to them, and then they went to Ring of Honor, and they talked a lot with Ring of Honor there. And uh, and then basically they won. They did something at this. They had the titles, and then they lost it at this their kind of WrestleMania called Final Battle. And... Uh, and Kevin Steen basically like pitched. He goes, "What if we break up tonight and have matches for the next year? Like this friendship is basically crumbling for the next year." And they go, "All right, cool. Sounds good. <laughs> yeah." And and that's what it was. Like for the next year, those two just fought each other, and the matches were amazing. And they're still fighting each other to this day, and no one has said, okay, I'm tired of these matches. They just know how to make them different. I, no one knows how, but they they have a different match every time they get out there. Something else happens. They're just, they have the best chemistry together. Anyway, for a year this happens, and then uh, there's one guy named Jim Cornette, which we'll probably talk about on the podcast because he's just fucking crazy. Uh, he might have made a cameo on the on the uh, gimmick ro- Royal Rumble <laughs> part that I talked about, but uh, he's just he's a character, and uh, he was working with ROH. Did not like Kevin Steen because he was fat. 
Yeah, they've got this. They've got this real weird thing. Like you've got to be buff and you've yeah. got to be charismatic, and it's got to be both because we can't have people. He, he has gone on record saying he's. Everyone could tell he was very charismatic. The crowd liked him, but he didn't like him. He's like he's fat. No one can watch this on TV and be like, "Oh, they're not going to buy this because they're like that guy's fat. He can't beat that other guy that's fit." And and it's like, for uh, here's the thing, I. I've lived in the Midwest my whole life. Mm-hmm. Uh, I think of these big biker dudes. Right. And the ones that I think are going to kick my ass the most are the ones uh, the... that can barely lift up from the bar stool. Yeah. But <laughs> when it's time but to They'll go, throw their weight. They will kill you. <laughs> they will take... They will move at just all at the same yeah. time. Yeah. <laughs> it... that, is, that is the best way of describing that. They will move all of it all at once. Yeah. Just <laughs> they will move all of it all at once. So that's why it's it's never dawned on me that like big wrestlers fat wrestlers couldn't do that. Yeah. But like the thing I guess it really got to Jim Cornette is that they're like, Well, no one can believe him because he's he's fight he's jumping off the top rope, he's doing all this stuff and he's fat. It's like but he's really doing. He's, that. Yeah, he's really he's really doing the moves. That, I think that's that's part of the disconnect for me. I'm like, if you see someone physically pick someone else up, and you see them like throw yeah. them down or climb up on something and you know arc around and oh. jump on someone else, that's they're yeah. physically doing it. They don't get like some like there's no flubber in the flubber. Yeah. You know, like you're not getting something special. So. <laughs> He he didn't get it, so he, unbeknownst to them, they go, okay, the final match between us will be at final battle. And then Cornette throws in a stipulation that's it's loser, loser leaves town match, which is an old territory thing where it was when someone was going to move territories, they were going to have one of those matches, uh. and basically the loser left town. Uh, <laughs> that was it. That It's as simple as that. And so... They go, okay, you're lo- you're losing tonight. El Generico is going to win, but it's just going to be six months. Well, here's the thing. Kevin Steen's not made of money. <laughs> right. He was a professional wrestler that was just getting nickel and dimes here and there. And so he's out of a job for six months. For six months. months. And then he was he was and like he, and really... he's and he's like and he's just coming up, so he's probably only making like a couple hundred per show, like or or maybe a little around, bit more. Yeah, I think he was around twenty five at this point. Yeah, so he, yeah, he's probably making a couple hundred a show, if that. And uh, he's trying his best, but the indie scene really isn't like what it is now. It's really good now. Um, it wasn't bad, but it wasn't. It wasn't is what it is. It wasn't now. as robust. It wasn't as robust. You can you have some people, uh, some people that we've seen that that make a pretty decent living off of independent wrestling and traveling to all these indie shows and all these independent leagues, and uh, it, it's much more prevalent than it was even ten years ago. Um, much more twenty years twenty years ago. Shit. But I've heard a lot of wrestlers talk about it like, yeah, we were lucky if we got 13 people in the audience. Like, uh, it, it was that bad. But there was, like, some, like, uh, 10 years ago, it wasn't bad. Anyway, uh, 
he was having a hard time booking things, and then PWG, Pro Wrestling Gorilla, which is a gorilla, not spelt like the animal, but right, like, like the like the uh, army. Yeah, is it an army? <laughs> I don't know. Like guerrilla warfare? That's yeah, it's tactic. I don't know. You know what we're talking about? No, I'm G U R I E. How do you spell that? I spell phonetically, guys. You could have told me anything, and okay. I would have been right. Anyway, pro wrestling guerrilla, uh, real. They put on really cool shows. It's it's a really cool thing that they do where they bring all these top independent stars in there, and uh, and they own it's. In the L.A. area, uh, but the place only packs in about 300 people, and the and the tickets sell out in seconds, and like they they just love the building that much. So it's like, no, there's a lot of magic in these walls, and they refuse to get any bigger. Is it? I mean, is it? Are the tickets pretty high priced then? Or are they... it's it's not like they're hundreds or something. I think it's like standard, probably like thirty to forty. I mean, L.A. You gotta right. inflate things anyway. But yeah, you do. I mean, pro- probably that. I don't know. I, I'd have to look that up. Uh, but I'm not. I from what I heard, they're not like. It's not like oh, a couple hundred here and then what really happened is this has started to become like a weird celebrity like <laughs> hub too because they're like it's almost a secret show it's kind of like yeah because it's like oh pro wrestling gorilla and then they're like oh there's sofia vergara's here for some weird reason and <laughs> and uh, uh other people are just showing up trying to get in and they actually pride themselves on. They're like, no, you don't have a ticket. You can't get in. Sorry, Tom Cruise. He wouldn't. But, right. But I'm just. I was getting an example. He didn't. But yeah, there's a. Now, if it was like Steve Austin, they'd be like, yeah, come in. Hi. Yeah. Come on in. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Uh, Could you hang that, out but next to the ring? That's different. That's different. But like, if it's they've got just, their own celebrities, they got their own celebrities. <laughs> yeah. Uh, anyway, he was like, okay, I'll go there. It's once a month, but I'm just gonna keep it alive and then like got a job at staples warehouse yeah yeah like he had to have a day job and so he would go once a month out to la and then all of a sudden a year later at the next final battle they bring him they bring steam back and he tore the house down just by showing up <laughs> everyone just like freaked out like they're their like, memories are pretty long i mean they like whoever was going yeah. to those shows they were in it for the he story just shows up and like just took over and like the people that were running the show were just like okay this is our guy like they loved him and then he became the guy at ring of honor and then everyone was and then sammy Zayn got signed all of his friends got signed to wwe and he's just like they don't like my body type they're not gonna sign me and he was contemplating about quitting again and he was like, I can't make a decent living on independent wrestling. And he, it was just a it's a hard story. And then all of a sudden, Triple H is like, I like him. <laughs> <laughs> let's send him to let's sign him to NXT and like sent someone out to see him and uh, at Pro Wrestling Gorilla. And he was fighting with this guy that's now in and uh, now in uh, NXT named uh, Johnny Gargano. And he's like, we're tearing it up tonight. William Regal's here. I'm going to show him what I got. He didn't know that he was out there just to see him. 
he thought he was just seeing the show. Yeah. So he's like, I'm I'm gonna eight let's have the best match ever and in what Kevin Owen said, he's like, We had the best best match ever. <laughs> like we made sure of it. Yeah. And then uh then they said, Okay, we'll give you a tryout. They gave him a tryout and he was like it was the hardest thing I ever did. <laughs> and finally they're like, Hey, we heard you you cut promotions you cut good promos. Can we get you in front of the ring? Cut a promo. He's like, sure. And he cut one on Sami Zayn about how he was jealous that that he got signed before him and how he was going to make everyone suffer in the WWE because of that. <laughs> and right then and there, according to him, right then and there, everyone goes, so I think we're good, right? <laughs> and that was it. He got signed. Now the other stipulation... With this, and I, I, I love talking about Kevin Owens. I think I'm gonna end this story like this because, um, well, okay, a couple things about it. So they call him, they offer him the contract, and they say, but don't expect to be on Raw or SmackDown. You're gonna be in NXT. You're an NXT guy. That's just we're signing you to this brand. And he just said, I'm up for the challenge. And they go, we thought you might say that. <laughs> All right. <laughs> like, kind of like, whatever you want to think, but don't expect this. And he called Sammy up, and he's like, did you get this? And they go, and he goes, no, I did not. Mm. So it's like, yeah, they really don't like it. <laughs> they Man. don't like his body type. They they just don't. They thought Vince McMahon, since Vince McMahon is this weird, hardcore bodybuilder, that he would just like, a fat guy, what? <laughs> <laughs> What's this? A fat guy? A fat guy? What? That's a man, that man has a belly. Does he even know what protein powder is? What? What? Let's get that man some steroids. But Triple H is like, he's got something. Let's bring him in. I don't know why I made Vince McMahon like this huffy gentleman type. So Vince McMahon, uh, uh, basically, after only four months, maybe six months. Okay, it was about four to six months in uh, NXT. And, like, after his debut on TV for NXT and going further, he, after one month, he got the title. He got the NXT title because <laughs> they just had to. Right. And then it was defend, 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 and then all of a sudden – Cena runs out of guys to wrestle, and Cena's John Cena. Right. So they go. So Vince McMahon's like, "Well, who do you want to do a program next?" He's like, "I'm looking down at NXT. I'm seeing this kid Kevin Owens. He goes, he's got what I want. Want to wanted an opponent, bring him up." And Vince like looked at him and was just like, "Okay." And, <laughs> and they still didn't officially take him out of NXT. Yeah. Because they thought he might fail somehow. That's what I heard. And he absolutely kills it. Kills it on all levels with Cena. Uh, and Cena liked him. And Cena did him the favor of losing in a pay-per-view match, which rarely happens with John Cena. Uh, but did him the favor, and everyone's like, oh, my God. And then... Then they went back to Kevin Owens losing. But they had three really, really good matches together. 
and uh, there, then it was like after the first match, it was official. They're like, okay, you're you're coming up to the main roster full time. Yeah, like that's that's it. Because he's he's on Raw now, right? That's where he's, that's on, where he's on SmackDown. Is he on he, SmackDown? He, okay, he got traded. Okay, he was a Universal Champion on Raw for six or seven months, and then uh, got traded to SmackDown, and he is. I don't even know right now. The the title changes every. <laughs> he he started. He became the uh, United States champion, okay. and started calling himself the new face of America. Oh. Right. Goes, I love that. He goes. I'm Kevin Owens. I'm the new face of America. He's been doing some great stuff. They canceled the show, but it's called Talking Smack, and it was an after. Talk they show. canceled that. They canceled it. I don't want to talk about it. Anyway, <laughs> oh, you <laughs> know what else got canceled? Right. The AV Club's coverage of You've Raw and this. SmackDown. No, like so they had moved to like a bullet point kind and of list. They won't even do that. Now they're not even doing anything anymore. Oh, that's and I'm like, this, okay, cool. I'm done with that Man. website, Man. especially once they migrate to their new like uh, whatever they're doing. Like I don't even know about system. this. It's dumb. I hate it. Uh. <laughs> Univision bought them and fucked it up. I'm calling Wait, Univision, you out, AV Club. Univision? Mm-hmm. Isn't that a subsidiary of NBC? I thought Univ- Univision bought them, too. Univision went in a buying spree. They, they bought... I know they bought all they bought, the like, Gawker and Yeah. Yeah. All the... All the after that's, so, it... I learned the Savvy Club is turning like the same format as all the the Gawker oh, sites. That sucks. Like Je- Jezebel and Gizmodo and Gawker. Yeah, I like Savvy Club. Anyway, I know. So they bought out Onion as well. I don't think so. Oh, because I, I, I think the Onion, Onion was... might be its own thing at but this I, point. I thought AV Club and Onion were. They may have bought the Onion, but the Onion didn't change at all. It's just they fucked up AV Club because the Onion. <laughs> Kind of has its own thing going yeah. that everyone kind of I recognize and now. Click hole. Anyway, click oh, hole. God, that's so cool. God. Anyway, <laughs> anyway, back going to back. Uh, uh, basically, uh, I don't know what's going on in wrestling anymore. You have to tell me. Basically, Kevin, Kevin Owens. <laughs> what? Uh, he came over to SmackDown and then started programs with like the biggest names there, which is uh, uh, AJ Styles. Right. Uh, then who else? There was like he had a great fatal three way. He kept defending it. Called himself. Oh, I know what I was going to talk about. Talking smack. They canceled it. Mm-hmm. He had a great. He's had great appearances on that show, and he figured out the formula, which isn't hard to figure out. That someone comes in acting all tough and mean, and then the second they walk away from like the table that they're talking at. Like the hosts, Daniel Bryan and uh, Renee Young, go, oh man, he's really volatile. Or they'll say something like, "I." The way he said that was weird. They did that with Kevin Owens, and he just ran back to the table because, like, yeah, they're in fucking earshot. What do you think? You're in a soundproof booth, and right. like he's like, "How was I supposed to say that word? How was I supposed to like just <laughs> yelling at them?" And then like just takes their coffee mug off the table, like coffee mug in front of her and Daniel Bryan just takes all the coffee mugs and just walks away. <laughs> and, and they're like, man, I think he's just mad about people fighting for the championship. And he comes back, of course I'm mad. Like just 
the three times you could tell Renee Young's just like, okay, this is part of the get gimmick and everything. And then the fourth time you could tell she's like pissed off, like, you need to go. <laughs> he was gold on those shows. Raw Talk is the other one. He was really good on that too with Renee Young. And she wasn't even supposed to be on that show or something. And he just was like, ended the interview with like, I never want to see you here again. <laughs> Like, he's a bad guy. He's playing into the bad guy thing. A lot of people are afraid to do that. He is not. And he is not afraid to yell. He's not afraid to look like a dick. He, some people are, even if they're bad guys. Yeah. Uh, That's why him and, uh, him and Chris Jericho were such a good team together because Jericho isn't really afraid to look like a dick. He has for a lot of his career. He likes it too. And he's kind of a, they're both kind of cocky guys when they come. That's just their normal, natural state. I I think what's really sort of funny about like just the tactics that they use, because I've seen, I've seen them both enough to know that instead of going like, uh, I'm going to go, I'm going to get angrier and angrier and angrier and result to some sort of physical violence. They don't do that. They go, I'm going to get angry and then I'm going to do a little twist and do something petty. Yeah. It's petty. It, it's like, I'm going to do something. I'm going to take your cups. I'm going to take your pen. I'm going to like look through your cell phone. I'm going to, you know, like I'm going to do something, those, yeah, those, you know, I'm going to do something petty and silly rather than escalating to something like Jericho violent resurrected his career by writing people's names on it's a, on a list. list. Right. That's, that's like a third grader does. Right. That. Like, you're on a list of people that I hate. And like, that was yeah. all that list was. <laughs> That's all that list was. And he called the crowd stupid idiots. And you're a bunch of stupid idiots. And he would just do all these, do all these childish things that people got into because that's such a basic root thing to look at. Like you don't have to be overly educated to understand what he was doing. Yeah. And, and like in, in where, where if you were a different, if you were a different type of a person, with so so if you're like a different heel right and you don't make that turn and go to pettiness you go to physical violence or anger or something like that then you have to do something like you know like uh like turn over a uh ambulance an ambulance an ambulance which like happens yeah yeah which happens which is fun it's a it's fun, fun thing to do it's really cool to look but at. it's not as long term sustainable yeah, it's not as sustainable because you can't, you can't just like it's not as fun to watch someone just pound on someone every time they get upset. I think what the reason why uh, Kevin Owens went up to the main roster so quickly because a lot of people Shinsuke Nakamura was at NXT for a year and a half, maybe two years. He was there for a little bit, and then uh, there there's a couple other people that were there just for a, a long time. And then they find Samoa Joe was there for two years. Like, there's a lot of people that were just down there for a while. The reason why, he, one of the reasons why he came up so quickly was because uh, John Cena saw him and thought that he was just kind of a genuine, authentic heel, <laughs> and not not like that he was really a dick in life. Yeah. Because, but really, what like they, he played it so naturally. What they could have done, what they almost did, but they just, I think they were just a little gun shy on it was, I think I've said this on the show before, but Kevin Owens 
character is Walter White. <laughs> uh, they it was at first. Uh, basically, because okay, why was Walter White doing all the things he was doing right, for his family? For his family, right? For my family, he was doing it all for his family, and like uh, Kevin Owens stabbed Sami Zayn in the back on the very first appearance on Raw or on a NXT, and the whole thing is, I'm doing this for my family. I don't care about you. I just care about my family. And so he's doing all these heinous things for his family. It's very Walter White-ish. <laughs> and they could have, they just shied a little bit back. Uh, just a little bit back from that. And I, I honestly, because... Vince McMahon doesn't know what Breaking Bad is, probably. Yeah, it doesn't have a wrestler <laughs> what is, in it. What is Breaking Bad? Is it is it a is it a is it a thing? Is Hulk Hogan in it? Side sidestep again. I uh, watch watching uh, Sharknado last night. They have a bunch of uh, wrestler. Well, they have a bunch of cameos in it. Right. And uh, me and my roommate Alex were watching it now, and we were like. Okay, who do you think is going to show up next? Because, like, we were playing a drinking game. Drink every time you see a cameo. <laughs> it, it turns out pretty good. Uh, but I was, I said to him, I go, you know, I'm surprised. The, the second and third movie both had wrestlers in it. Kurt Angle was in the the second one. Third one was Chris Jericho. Okay, yeah. He was a ride operator. Yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, yeah I remember that. It was towards the end, right? Like towards middle. The, middle, towards middle, the middle. Okay. Um, but he, middle end, middle, middle end. end. <laughs> he got he got eaten by a shark. I think Kurt played a cop. Um, and then the third one, uh, the third, uh, fourth one didn't have any that I can remember. Uh, and then I I said it'd be weird why a lot of these wrestlers aren't in it. Like I could see Mick Foley being in it. I could see this guy being in it. And it went to commercial break. Comes back and there's Johnny Mundo. Uh, from Lucha Underground, he was John Morrison in uh, in WWE. I'm like, oh, there we go, nice, perfect timing. Uh, so wrestlers are are big in Sharknado again, yay! And they actually had him do a suplex to a shark in this one. No, is... <laughs> and goes, who wants some? Who wants to get slammed? And then a bunch of sharks just fall on him. Oh yeah, that was about it. That's nice. Anyway. Shark That's how I want to go out. I want to go out. Uh, I want to go out um, doing a, a, a moon salt on a hammerhead oh, shark. Yeah, moon salt. Oh, that'd be <laughs> awesome. Uh, so, so. Uh, anyway, uh, uh, talking about uh, to finish the Owens thing. What they're doing right now is he lost the United States title at a non-televised live show at Madison Square Garden and then won it the following week on Raw or uh, the following pay-per-view won it back to where it was to the point where everyone thinks he won it on a mistake it looked weird it did look weird Uh, and then he lost it again and I think he still lost it I'm not sure (laughs) He lost it again the following Tuesday. And they're just going back and forth with it. And I can see that with those guys, I don't think anyone's upset about it. If it was other people, maybe. But with those guys, it's like, oh yeah, maybe those guys could go back and forth. 
Like they could just keep losing it and winning it for a year, yeah. and like no one would care and be like, "Well, oh, it's a pretty good show. I had a good time." Like, well, like because there was one where he lost it because it was a uh, oh, there, he 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 doesn't have it yet. They're building up for SummerSlam where he he's going to be in a match against AJ Styles uh, for the belt with Shane McMahon as the guest referee. <laughs> That's what it is. And people still think that it's just going to be a match between Shane McMahon and Kevin Owens. Because <laughs> Kevin Owens is doing a thing like, you're fucking this up for me, you know, <laughs> all that stuff. Anyway, we're almost... Jack, what's wrong? Tell me your woes. No, nothing. Jack, look at me. I'm fine. Eyes. I just got like an ingrown hair or something oh. on my finger. It's fine. You ever have one of those? Like, no. Near your groin and it no. was real weird? No. Uh. I don't have a groin. You don't have a groin? No. Matt's I'm all... fused. Matt's a, You're like a, a Barbie doll? Yeah. I, like, my legs are just fused together. Oh. I, I don't... Like oh, I'm, like okay, I'm, okay. Like a, like yeah. A, like a serpent. How do you walk? Um, toes. Happen? Just toes? <laughs> just toes. <laughs> Each individual yeah, toe toes. is like its own f- leg. Yeah. It's it's sort of like uh, those Looney Tunes, you know, whenever like a... Like a yeah. Like, trying to like sneak around. That's what I do. Well, let me tease what we have <laughs> coming up. Because <laughs> you do like a lot of research. Today, I had for today. some research, <laughs> and then we just threw it all out the window. But just... That's fine. I'm fine with that. I'm I fine with it to too. We that... talked about Kevin Owens, which I'm sure that's you're not mad about. Favorite. Oh my god, I got a poster on. Now, my b- wall. before we go to for before you before you wrap this thing up, I, I do want to say sometime we have to talk about Paul Bearer, like in depth. I love Paul Bearer because. And not only this, but so like in the documentary that I watched, he was legitimately yes, uh, 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 like he owned a, a funeral a funeral home yeah, and he only sold it like a year or two like before before he quit right <laughs> like, like and like can you imagine like going into a real funeral home and being a wrestling fan and seeing that dude yeah like. <laughs> Wait, so, you're gonna you're gonna make Grandpa look good. So we'll end on this because there, yeah, there there is a couple stories here. Um, one being that he he was in Texas uh, for a while under the name of Percy Prince or whatever. Yeah, what? yeah, Percy Pringles, I think is Percy like his Pringles. Real name or something. Uh, he yeah. was under that, and then uh, they needed to they needed to bring him into or he applied for WWE, and this is when. Now you can. Now you're lucky if you see Vince McMahon on when you're working for the company three years in. But but uh, you're lucky. Like there's still like there's who is oh Alexa Bliss, who's a two-time champion for both Raw and SmackDown Women's Division, says she's met met Vince McMahon twice. So like it's it is weird. Like you, he's you, busy. He is very busy, and he's like this. They just lower him out of the rafters, yeah. and he's like, "Congratulations, you won the title," and they raise him back up. So, I- <laughs> yeah, there's like you're lucky, but this is when he was hiring everyone. Nah, and so he's re- him and a couple people are reading the resume, and uh, he put everything on his resume, and he put the fact that he worked at a funeral home, and he was an undertaker. And they go, we have a guy named The Undertaker that we're going through. And they're like, this is perfect. 
And so they put this him. This is perfect. They put him with the Undertaker. And uh, and they said your name is Paul Bearer, which I thought you would like that name. No, it's Jack. great. It's a great yeah, name. Okay. I love it. I've heard it before. It's great. I'm into it. I love it. So it's you could also, by the way, it's a great they, name, Kevin. They had the guy. I love it. It's a good name. They had the guy. It's uh, phenomenal. Shut the fuck up. How much? How much do you leaky it? Do you leaky it a lot? <laughs> work. That good. Puns. Are you gonna jack to this later? That's a better pun. <laughs> um. So. So uh, uh, I was gonna say because whenever there was a character named Brother Love that introduced Paul Bear for the first time, and he, Brother Love calls everyone brother. He's like, we're gonna bring out Brother Paul. And or he go no, we're gonna bring out Brother Bear, and then he comes out, and he goes, Brother Bear, what's your first name? And he goes, Paul. He goes, Paul Bear, and you hear the crowd just go, oh. Uh. <laughs> but Paul Bear, and he was this great character. Uh, the other story I will tell about him is that here's what I didn't know, and I might have talked a little bit about this on the podcast, but um. You cannot just buy a casket. They were trying to have casket matches, and apparently it is illegal in most states to just buy a casket just to have. <laughs> okay. You well, have, that makes sense. It, it makes I, sense, I, but although it's also it is, a little weird. It's also very discriminatory against vampires. Right? It, it's just Where a, are they going to sleep? First off, you would you would never know this law exists, right? Because no one's really trying to trying do that. to. But that's okay. That's strange because I thought about buying one like recently. Did you? Yeah, like because I needed one for a show, and I, I and I was like, I could buy this online because you can actually buy cardboard ones like online. Uh, well, but I don't know. I don't know if you have to jump through hoops. You yeah. know, after you've signed up, because I didn't get that. It far. might be different now. Yeah, I don't know. It, it might be different now, but this was this would have been you know in the mid nineties, late nineties, yeah. early nineties. So they were like, you couldn't, you couldn't buy it. So they they go, hey, can you pull? Can some? you? <laughs> and at first they're like, he he was having a hard time too, and he owned a a mortuary, and he was like. Or he worked in the business and still had all his credentials. And uh, he was having a hard time. But what they could do, and what you saw a lot in the early days, he could buy body bags. Yeah. And he, he I had, have a few. Yeah. I, yeah. Well, back then you couldn't. It was still you had to get, you had <sighs> to have the credentials. Back then it's different. Right. Now you can buy them. Right. Like online, you probably yeah, bought I got Yeah, I got it on Amazon. Like, yeah. Yeah. Back then it was different. I almost thought you said I... I bet you got a used one. You got a used one? Yeah. It was real soupy, and I had to clean it out. But, you know, you do what you do for a discount. So he bought, they they were just like, Can't beat free shipping. (laughs) So instead of having casket matches, they had body bags. bags. And then finally they were able to either build a casket. Uh, They had coffins. Yeah. Right. Because coffin is different. I figured that out through wrestling. I did not know what a coffin was. Is, is do you is, know what it is? Is is that just a wooden box? Then? It, it's the wooden box. It's kind of triangle 
Yeah, it's got like the shoulder is yeah. a little bit wider than the than the, the and it's foot. It's a coffin because it was always cheaper than a casket. A casket uh looks more like an escape pod from Star Trek. Right. <laughs> right. Like, They're going to shoot it out in the space yeah. and Spock's going to regenerate on Genesis. Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> but that that's that's kind of like it, it's just different like it, it was from a long time ago that they're like this is a coffin oh, oh man um so they would they would build coffins because those are easy to build and look authentic you know, it didn't it didn't take much for that right but the caskets were harder and now i'm sure they can just go online or call up a prop shop or something but it was weird back then they were like there's laws you can't buy <laughs> these uh, I'm sure everything has changed now. Oh, I'm sure 2008 hit and the industry is like, we're selling it to anyone. Who wants a casket? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> we're all... I, would, I would love three. All right. That's how we're ending the show. End it. End it. Bye. Bye. Hey guys, if you uh, like this podcast, please let us know. Uh, subscribe on iTunes. Also, you can like our Facebook page. Go to Facebook and type in Tales from the Kayfabe. Uh, tell us what you think of the show. All that good stuff. Also helps uh, if you leave like a comment and a, sp- a five-star rating on iTunes. And, and your picture. And your home address. And your social security number. Your VIN number. Your mother's maiden name. And blood type. Thank yep. you. Bye.